the Skit Guys Podcast, starring Tommy Woodard and Eddie James. And now, two guys whose favorite sandwiches are BLTs, minus the L's and T's, the Skit Guys. Well, I don't remember which one of us came first. Well, that's like asking which came first, the chicken or the egg, egg salad. <laughs> you see what you did there? Yeah. I finished your sentence. sentence. Sometimes it's like we're in stereo. stereo. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> when you've been friends as long as we have. You tend to lose yourself just... A little bit. Some people actually think we're twins. Thank, Thank you. you. But you're not. We need help. This is Dan Dunkelman. Here's what the girls would call a catch. I, however, am what the girls would call a sucker fish. So I see aside Dan's life to find out what made him so cool, right? Some people would call this stalking. I refer to it as good investigative reporting. I found out that Dan was simply trying to be like Tim the Twerker and Tone. So I looked into Tim's life, and guess what I found out? Tim was trying to be like Mark Rutherford. I looked into Mark Rutherford, and guess who he was trying to be like? Moi. Do you see this crazy circle of life I'm living in? Nobody is being who they were created to be. It's insanity. On the flip side, it seems that the coolest guy in school was invariably trying to be like me. <laughs> Who's the sucker fish now? I have a total great sense of self. That's a lie. I don't even know my own social security number. I do. It's 15. I'll tell you this, though. I know who I am. Another life. Woke up in the middle of the night, looked in the mirror, screamed like a girl because I thought I was being robbed. But I'll tell you this. I'm not into image. What? Well, that's a lie. This whole thing right here, this whole pony show, I stole it from Burt Reynolds. This right here, not even my real hair. Yep, bald as a bat. How do you like me now? No, seriously. How do you like me now? I'm a dad. Um, <laughs> I won't bore you with the pictures, but uh, I've been thinking about that question, you know, uh, who am I? And um, I don't know. I can't really answer it. <laughs> it's kind of sad, huh? My dad, when I was a kid, um, he always wanted me to play sports. And... I have two left feet, you know, but I've tried. I really did. And uh, there's, there's nothing more unsettling for a kid than to look out on the stands and see a uh, disappointed dad. I guess I just wouldn't want he wanted. But then I, uh, I figured it out. I have a heavenly father who. He can't be disappointed in me. He made me the way I am. He gave me two left feet. So I guess he just didn't want me to play sports or dance. 
We know who we are. We are those people in your schools, your neighborhood, your jobs, even social media that's gonna put you in your place. That's right. It's got a lot further than just wanting your lunch money. We control your fears. We're like a virus that you can't run away from. <laughs> we own you. <laughs> Some would say that you uh, tear down others because you have such a low image of yourself. And uh, you're, you know, so insecure of being who God made you to be that it's easy to pick on the weak. You need to stop it. Well, in, in reality, some would say that you are the weak ones. You should stop. You know, hurt people tend to hurt people. It's like you. Like you're reading my mail. I need you to leave us alone, all right? You're bullying us now, all right? Just, just pin it off, pin it off. Yeah, this isn't fair. I need a hug. I need a hug right now. There's a story about the 10-foot wall of life, and some people just seem to jump over it so effortlessly. Whether it's their money, their reputation, their looks, they just seem to jump right over it. Not me. I've had to climb that wall brick by brick. And if I'm to be honest, at some point, I just stopped climbing. I just relented just to sit at the wall and make fun of people that would climb or just jump over it. So when you ask me the question, who do I think I am? I'm nothing. I've been nothing for a really long time. And I've told myself that for so long. I really believe it. You know, when it comes to identity... Uh, have you ever had your identity stolen? Yes, I have. Yes, I have had my identity stolen. Right. Yes. What happened? Um, well, the cops back then... Right. This is maybe 11 years ago. Yeah. They gave, they gave me the name and the number and the address to the person that stole my identity. What? Yes. Yes. I remember that vividly. And uh, so I was working out... house? I was working out mm -hmm. and I was just... I felt so violated... And I knew they bought a hot tub. I knew they bought a hot tub off my credit. Oh, I remember that, yeah. And so I'm at the... Uh, hot tub. <laughs> I'm at the 24-hour uh, fitness or whatever it is, yeah. and there's a phone. And I'm thinking, well, there's if there's caller ID, it's going to come to here, so right. they're going to hang up. Right. So I called. I called the number, and this woman picks up, uh -huh. um, and I'm like, hey, this is... Uh, and I could not remember. I, I think I had the name of the pool spa place. Oh, yeah. It's like, hey, this is, uh, you know, Joe from uh, Dodo Spas. Right. She wanted to see how that uh, spa's working on for no. you. And she's like, oh, it's great. We love it. We love it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I'm just getting so mad. And I so want to say, it's me. It's me. You stole them from me. And I'm like, there's this one, there's this one, uh, 
tube or you know this one outlet that's not really working right we probably do need someone to come out and take a look at that da, 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 da. I'm like all right well we can do that we can do that yeah, yeah let me make sure i got your address here and Address. that's it that's it yeah if we can make an appointment for that that sure would be great well i'm glad y'all liking that i'm glad you're really liking that hot tub anyway what's their address we'll send people there i don't even know now Dang. they stole my identity nice yeah speaking of identity why don't we do a phone call uh-huh and um you know we joke about amish people and uh-huh. stuff you know how come they're never listening right we're because gonna call how, one how can yes fantastic we're, oh, we're we gonna, yes. Okay. I'm not joking. We're going to call someone. That, okay. Yeah. Mennonite, Amish. Jen, are you dialing? Yes, I am. Great. That apparently likes electronics. Mm. So let's just see. Oh, interesting. What, what's his name? Kendrick? Kendrick. 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 Let's see what his identity's all about. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's ominous. It just sounds like a phone ringing. I have so many questions for him. Well, this is the time. I know, right? Yeah. But how can it work? I don't know. It's okay. You called the wrong number? What number? Jen! Oh, Jen! I guess that wasn't so sad. Hey, hold on. Let let me see the phone there real quick. When I dialed it, it started calling your own No, that's the way it's supposed to work. Yeah, it's okay. It showed it was a missed call. Okay, my bad. Here we go. Let's try that again. It shows you hung up. Jen... Just, just trust us. Just trust us, Jen. Moye. 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 Mole, mole, mole. Mole. I guess this will all be edited out. No, we're going to keep Kendrick. Kendrick? Yes. Hey, this is Tommy Woodard from Skit Guys. What are you doing, buddy? Hey, how are you? Man, I'm all right. I'm here with my buddy, Eddie. Hey, Kendrick, how are you? Hey, I am doing great. Good. What are you doing right now, Kendrick? You know, it's actually kind of funny. I am at a Bible school um, going through some schooling um, here for six weeks right now, so I'm actually not at home, but yeah, um, and enjoying it very much. Do you have a minute to talk? Yes, I do. Uh, Kendrick, first of all, Thanks for trusting us with your phone number. We have only posted it a few places, so I don't think I don't think you're going to get inundated with calls. But anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Right, and um, we're, Kendrick, this will be on our podcast about identity. Right, and um, we are we're giving out your address and your phone number just to see if someone will steal your identity. Are you cool with that? Um, that's interesting. You know, I was actually thinking about that. Um, just your um, after I gave out my phone number, uh-huh. and but I do trust you guys, oh. but for some reason, I don't remember giving you my address. Yeah, um, we did a reverse lookup on yeah. the internet and found your address yeah. and your social security uh, number. Uh, okay. We got it off of the black web. Yeah. Well, I think it was from that um, guy that's in the blacklist. Yes. That show. Yeah. Who's that? Yes. James Spader. Yeah. (laughs) But whoever his character is. Right. Yeah. He gave it to us. Yeah. And we also got it from the guy with horn-rimmed glasses from Heroes. Oh, yes. Yes. So, you know, so we got that going for us. So, okay. Uh, Tell us real quick just a little bit about yourself. Okay. Awesome. Uh, Yeah, I am... 18, almost 19 years old. Um, I live in Ohio. We need and... that. Now, can I, ask you, can I ask you a question? 
Um, you sure okay, you wrote in saying that you're Mennonite Amish, right? Yes, that is correct. Is okay. that pronounced Ammonite or Minish? I'm Mennonite, yes. Got it. So when we joke about uh, no Amish people are listening, it, it wasn't really true, was it? Well, to a certain extent, yes. Um, now, years ago, they, they would not have been able to, but recently here, um, they've become, in the past, I don't know, five, ten years, they've become a lot more um, advanced as far as technology goes, and a lot of the Amish that I know would actually have um, smartphones, um, some of them would have the internet, obviously. Oh, no. Um, so, yeah, they, <laughs> they've become a lot more advanced. Wow. There's not a group of uh, Amish that are mad at us, are there, at all? Um, not that I have heard of, no. Okay. As far as, as far as I know, you guys are, you're good to go. Okay. Now, okay, so what, what connected you with Skid Guys, Kendrick? Like, what was, like, your first fall into the, uh, the black hole, the rabbit trail <laughs> of, of Skid Guys? Yeah, it's, it's funny you ask, um... I'm trying to think how long ago this was. This was probably a good, uh, close to 10 years ago or so. So you were nine? Um, my mom was actually, yeah, something like that. Okay. Uh, probably nine or 10. Um, my, my mom was looking for just a, a skit to do with her Sunday school class and was just, um, you know, just looking on the internet for one. And she just stumbled across one of your videos and she obviously watched it and really enjoyed it and wanted me to watch it. And, so I watched that video, and then, like you said, I kind of fell into the black hole of watching <laughs> your other videos. And then my brother discovered your podcast and introduced me to your podcast. And, well, yeah, I was hooked ever since. Um, no. And, yeah, I've been addicted to it ever since. Wow. How, how, uh, that, that's so nice. How, how old is your brother? Uh, my brother is 22. He's actually engaged, just about ready to get married here. What? Aww. That's fantastic. You, you tell him we said congratulations. Okay, I will. Will they do a barn raising at the wedding? <laughs> okay, so let me uh, get a few things straight here as far as Mennonite, the difference between Mennonite and Amish. So Amish would have, like, no electric. Um, they would do the barn raising stuff. Um... Basically, horse and buggy is what they drive, uh, suspenders, you know, the straw hat, basically. Um, now, the difference between Mennonite and Amish, as Mennonite, um, I would, we would have electricity, we would have, you know, obviously smartphone, internet. The only difference would be possibly in our dress a little bit. Um, we obviously drive cars and everything. Um, our ladies would, would obviously wear the, the head covering, um, the dress. But other than that, there's not much difference. Wow. So Mennonite is like liberal Amish people. Basically, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question for you. Oh, do the Amish make those wood-burning stoves, those heaters that put out a whole bunch of heat and they advertise all the time in the back of newspapers and magazines? Oh, um, yeah, there's a few of them um, that would that would make those. Uh, there's actually a place around home where I live um, that that produces those or that, that yeah, they make those there. Um, but not too much that I've heard of. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, there, there's a few of them. Wow. So, okay, I'm going to ask you a question. Do, do I yeah. have it right? Was it that your, your mom was Mennonite and your dad was Amish? 
Yes, that is correct. So my dad was Amish until he was seven years old, and then they left Amish and went to Mennonite. Got it. Okay, got it. Fascinating. That's a gangster's paradise right there. That is. <laughs> wow. It's Amish paradise. Well, Amish paradise. Yeah. Wow. So, so wow. Uh, now did 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 when his family left, did they lose contact with family members? Was that a big deal? Um, you know what? I'm not even sure offhand. I don't think so for the most part. Um, a lot of my, I have so many relatives. Um, once it goes past like first cousins, I don't even know their names. A lot of them I haven't even met. But as far as my dad, he would have been still really close with his grandma and grandpa um, and the extended family. Yeah, they now, as far as like the, I'm guessing you're kind of talking about the excommunication. Yes. Um, from the Amish, um, there's certain, it's really confusing, but there's different denominations of Amish. So depending on your denomination, the excommunication is more strict. Wow. So if you are, if you're like in what they'd call like an old order Amish, hmm. um, then the excommunication would probably be more, more uh, in play and, you know, be more strict than, than like the new order or there's whole bunch of different orders. I don't even understand it all myself. Wow. Um, but yeah, as far as they were still in contact with their relatives um, for the most part, as far as I know. Wow. That's crazy. That's fascinating. Okay. I got a question for you, Kendrick. So your mom was what? Kendrick, this is Eddie talking. Hi, this is Eddie. Kendrick. This This is is Eddie talking. This is Eddie. This is Eddie. Hi. So, okay. So your mom's looking for a skit to do at church or what? Yes, it was for a for her Sunday school class to perform. I believe it was for a Christmas program God. that her Sunday school class was going to do for the church. Okay, and Fantastic. what video did you watch that you went okay at nine or ten years old? And you went okay, all right, I'll, I I like these guys. Um, I can't remember the exact title of the video, but it was the the innkeeper's dilemma or something oh, yeah. like that. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. What it was called. Yeah, we're, we're telling yeah. played a bunch of characters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is awesome. That is fantastic. That is so cool, bud. Wow. Well, hey, let us ask you this. So, okay, what what are you – so you're going to college, right? Um, well, technically, no, but yes. Um, the Bible college that I am at now is not like an accredited program, so I'm only here for like a term, which gotcha. is six weeks. Um, so like a short college but not an actual college, if that makes sense. It totally does. What are you, what are you there for? What are, what are some of your dreams? What do you want to do? Well, I would like to serve uh, long-term in a mission somewhere. I'm not sure where yet as far as location um, or what I would be doing exactly. Um, I'm just waiting um, and seeking God and seeing what he has for me. Um, and yeah, but that's kind of the long-term future. Uh, as far as right now, um, I'm actually a web developer, so I build websites and do computer coding and stuff like that. Whoa. So that's what I do as a career, and I really enjoy it. So as far as short-term future, um, I'm planning on taking a few college courses to get myself uh, better equipped for the Advance in technology um, is obviously advancing rapidly, always changing. So um, I gotta, gotta keep up with things, I guess. Wow. Um, so I'm planning on taking a, a few college courses for that. Gotcha. And 
Have you ever been to skateguys.com and, and thought, this is what I would do differently? Actually, I really liked your guys' website. Um, oh. It looks very, very professional. And yeah, I, You're kind. I don't think I have any complaints about it. Hmm. Well, I, when I, once I learned to do coding, it kind of was pretty easy after that. <laughs> so, that's fantastic. Fantastic. What do you think, like, your uh, Amish ancestors would think uh, about your love for technology? Yeah, it's kind of a, a different little oxymoron, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, don't call him a moron. No, sorry. Yeah, I'm not sure what they would think. Um, <laughs> it's a good question. A lot of them are, um, they're not as much opposed against technology. Um, a lot of them just go along with it because of what the, of what the church says. Uh, so mm. if the church says that they can't have technology, then they don't have technology. It's more that way than it is an actual conviction that they don't like it, if that makes sense. Well, you know, I think we should sing what uh, Kip sang on, in uh, Napoleon Dynamite about technology. Do you remember that? Uh-oh. Do you remember what Kip sang in Napoleon Dynamite? <laughs> technology. What was it? It was about finding a girl. Finding about a girl. finding LaFonda, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Did you ever watch the Polly Dynamite? Love technology. And I love technology. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I love your story. Uh, you you are so kind to us to, to say that you enjoy what we do. And we're so glad that we could be a part of your just your story, and thanks for letting us be a part of your life for the past 10 years. Yeah. Um, we'd love to. We really don't have your address. We didn't find it anywhere. But uh, once we're done recording, uh, we would love to get your actual physical address and send you some Skate Guy swag and... Uh, audience t-shirt. Audience t-shirt uh, and something like that, if that's okay. That is absolutely okay. I really appreciate that. Oh, Sweet. That's great. Okay. All Fantastic. Right. And well, you could maybe send us some straw hats. <laughs> okay, I'll look into that for you. <laughs> or one of those wood burning stoves. That stove would be nice. Eddie's been eyeballing them for a while now. He really wants to know if they work. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, Kendrick, for spending time with us. Yeah. Hey, tell your brother congrats, that Skate Guy said congratulations on his engagement, and we just want the best for his new marriage. Okay, I will let him know. All right, blessings to you. We'll be praying for you, Kendrick. Thanks, guys. All right. Bye. 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 That was fantastic. Yes. What a cool guy. Yes, very sweet. I think it would be amazing with his background. Like, I think if if I had that background, I would be constantly thinking about from whence I've come from yeah. my family. Yeah, I mean, that's know? that's crazy. I mean, you always joke about, well, they're Amish, right? right. They're Amish. i quit that now. And, and to go, wait, here's a guy that is coding. Yeah. That wants to learn more about IT. Right. It's fascinating. Web design. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's always been an inter- interesting thing because, like, and, and all, all denominations, all whatever, however you want to label it, mm-hmm. have different things. But, like, the Amish were okay with technology up to a point. Right, mm-hmm. because if you weren't, if you didn't like technology at all, you'd still have to be wearing, you know, right skins from animals and 
not use any kind of a right. Because yeah, because you're using machines to right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just fascinating. That is fascinating. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. So think of, think about his identity. I mean, yeah. from whence it came, from whence it is now. Yeah, that's a big. That's I. That's identity to the to the to max, the, right? To the max, nth degree. If we are finding our identity in our religion, like, but if we're finding our identity in Christ, right. it doesn't matter whether I'm. Amish or I'm Mennonite or I'm, you know, you fill in the blank, right? Totally. I need to find my identity in Christ, not in my religion. So, okay, like, what are some labels when it comes to identity? What are some labels that you've been, like, throughout your life? For or, me? Yeah, or perceptions of people go, Tommy is blank. Tommy's Tommy, the funny guy. Tommy's the funny guy. Funny guy. I remember in uh, sixth grade asking a girl to be my boyfriend and she laughed and said, you're so funny. And she wasn't trying to be rude. She thought I was You're trying choking. to be funny. And so it's always, everything's a joke. Or mm-hmm. even like, for some people in my life, I'll try to do something seriously, and they'll, they'll think I'm joking. So that, that's an joke. identity thing. Right. Yeah. Well, we, you and I could step on stage for a live show uh-huh. and talk about labels. Like, and, and, you, oh. and you have the, the smarmy character, right? Yeah. I mean, oh, the yeah. persona. Very much I so. I mean, the first thing that comes out of your mouth, you know, it could be, I don't care, or right. whatever it is. Right. And ah, I mean, people are just dying laughing because, right. and we're off to the races as far as the show is concerned. Right. But yeah, that's a label. Yeah. Yeah. That, what about that's you? very interesting. Um, cute. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> funny. Uh, <laughs> Sincere, warm-hearted, the best. <laughs> Lots of labels. Ah, you know, well, here's what's fat. Here's here's a little vulnerability. Yeah, I look back on my teens and twenties. Right, and I had to have been so needy. Tweensies. Twe- so teens needy, so insecure. Yeah, but I don't ever remember anybody saying, "Hey, Eddie, you're a little blah blah blah." Yeah, you're, you know, and I think, and I. So I wonder if I hit it. I wonder if I came across totally different and I just, but inside I was so needy and insecure, but on the outside I, I, you know, yeah. I was, I just put this shell around me and, and, and lived up to the label. Yeah. I think in my twenties, especially working at the big mega church, uh, I, I, um, I remember mascot. I, re- I remember Rick Warren saying in front of the whole staff, Eddie's our mascot. Wow. You know, and people are clapping. Because well, it's a great compliment. It was a great compliment. Right. E- Eddie's the mascot of Saddleback Church. Yeah. Because I would do the skits and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And I remember, but I'm 22, yeah. 23 years old. And I, I remember going, God, like, that was a burden. Yeah. I, me- I remember that being a burden. But I was so needy that probably no one saw that label or that identity. Yeah. But so... It was good to be admired. Yeah. And I feel that that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? It makes sense. I remember when we were in high school and, and you were labeled baby and, you know, people would call you baby. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. And I remember we were at that baby. Uh, we were, I think uh-huh. it was, uh, it was a prom and uh, your, your prom date, you know, had, you know, uh-huh. kind of said I, I, to I you, said to you, you get over there. <laughs> yeah. And she, she put you in between those two walls, right in the, in the corner. Right. And I grabbed her and looked at her <laughs> right. and I said, nobody yep. puts baby in the corner. Nobody puts I'll baby in the corner. I'll never forget that moment. Yeah, that was, that was, uh, that was dirty dancing, buddy. Oh, buddy. What we did afterwards didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> that was fantastic. You are good. That was quick. That's why I like you. You're quick. That was 
was labels good. Labels are huge, but even between us, yeah. right? Because I will be the over-the-top whatever guy, and you have been so kind to let me fly, mm. and that sometimes gets you labeled as the serious guy. Oh, the serious guy, yeah. And, and, yeah. and you're not the serious guy. You're very funny. You're very creative. You do characters great, but that's a label that gets put on yes. you, and yes. that's got to be maddening. You yeah, know? it's uh, that. That's yeah. Talk about a label. That that's interesting to go. Like for example, when I was at Saddleback, I was the funny guy. Right. Like I mean, you know, twenty thousand people in a weekend, you know, during a weekend six services. Yeah. Other people were the straight guys, and I I was the funny guy. Right. Um. You know. So, but I I think what's so crazy is doing our thing. Yeah. There there is just that there's that rhythm and that there's that pattern and there's that back and forth and the hard part is like with videos i think we've talked about this before like okay i can't be the straight guy in just videos right i gotta i gotta figure out how to what you do because and we would die yeah i go i think people would get so bored with us yeah oh here okay you know what i mean yeah with the smothers brothers routine so to speak that it would just become very boring so but yeah but but the great thing is at our ages now it's it's like that would have bothered me tremendously. Yeah. I think God had us right at a certain spot to where even in our thirties, you know, Oh, that Tommy, he's funny. Oh my yeah. gosh. He's the funny one. Da, 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 da. I would be like, I know. Right. Yes, yeah. of course. Welcome. Welcome to our world. Welcome to one of the greatest secrets in, in Christendom. Yes, he is. And, and I love that. Well, I think, and I thought you were going back even further when you think about identity, you know, uh, audience, there, if you could come to an evening, one evening in 1988, uh, y- and you showed up at Eddie's house, you'd find two guys wearing similar shoes, oh, gosh. jeans, were both wearing baseball jerseys. Baseball caps. And baseball caps. And like we look like twins. And we're going around, you yes. know, and so for this you know, for several years, we're not individuals. We're, we're the we're, same. We're the same, yeah. you know? And then, you know, it, it, God takes you out to California. I stay in Oklahoma and then move to Texas. And during that seven-year period, grew. that was when you found your identity, I found my yes. identity. And yes. then when we came back together, there was still probably a little bit of confusion because we'd never stopped and talked about how different yeah. we were. And so we had to kind of, jockey and figure yes. out who's doing what and how's it going to work and everything. And if you think back to those times when we were so much the same, yeah, uh, we would get in fights or there oh. was this tension yeah. because we were both vying for the same comedic space. Right. Which one can outdo each other? Yes. And, and, it re- and I remember those times, that was laborious. But in my identity, I wasn't aware or I wasn't confident enough or I wasn't even there to go, oh, wait, that's not me. Oh, wait. Yeah. I'm a writer. I, I can write funny. Oh, I, I can so see great. funny. Yeah. And I'm good in this lane. And I, ideas. Oh, you have great ideas. And I love that. Yeah. I, lo- I love producing things, making things. That That's who I am. And so it's really great to be in our lanes and go, you, you know, and, and I think some kids, when they stay in their lines, and, and, I, and I, what's funny is the kid is being sincere mm-hmm. when they come up to both of us and mm-hmm. the kid looks at you and they're looking at me too. They goes, "He's the funniest one. He's the funny guy. He is so." And the parent will be like, "Well, hold on, Bobby. Hold on, Bobby. We're funny, Bobby. Hold on, Bobby." 
And I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> like, no one knows that more than I do. And I, I mean, but that's the beauty of identity. God made you this way. God made me this way. Um, that's what's great about it. Yeah. And the truth of the matter is, at our age now, I don't find my identity in being the funny one. Right. You don't find your identity in being right. anything else, right? right. It's, yes. It's, we yes. have a, it, you know, if it all ends tomorrow, I still have my identity. Yes, and the identity is in Jesus Christ right. and how he's made us. Yes. Yeah. Well, and when I wrote uh, Skinny and Identity, which the, which we listened to at the front of our podcast here, yeah. uh, um, and I would encourage you to go watch it it's online. Good. It's yeah. A, it's, but we, <laughs> we um, you probably, when you heard Skinny and Identity uh, on this on our podcast today, yeah. um, you you heard two people saying the same thing, but right. we're dressed alike. And we're look saying, the same. We look the same. We're yeah. doing everything the same, and that's yeah. I mean, that's a pretty perfect example of our past friendship. Yes. Before God separated us. Yeah, 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 yeah. What um, what is the label that you go? I would love for this to be my label. If if it isn't a part of your world now, but if you go, if this is like over the next ten years. I want this to be more of my identity than not. That is a fantastic question. Do you have an answer at all while I'm thinking? We can both think. That's a great question. You know, it's I about you know this about me, and it's probably with the enneagram. I'm a three. You know, and we should do a podcast one time on just our oh, numbers. Yeah, that'd be but great. I'm a three, and I think that that part of me that's always driven, always goal oriented, and the hard part about the enneagram is to go, okay, wait. Okay, I have everything that I've done. Every, I mean, the reason why people listen to potty, these podcasts and part of our audience or you know, are part of our world is I would stay up to one or two in the morning creating a lot of this world than going, right. hey, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. Oh, yeah. And you're going, let's do it, let's do it. Yeah. And you're the magic on stage, right? I mean, there's this yin and yang of both of us. Sure. You know, you you work harder on stage than I do. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, there may have been, I don't know. I've never thought about there that. There may have been two in the mornings of, of putting things on paper, on walls, so to speak, and what if we did this, what if we did this, and what if we did this? You know, but there's the magic that happens on that stage and in these videos that um, you bring so well. Um but I think the hard, I think in the next 10 years, an, a label or an identity is if that was becoming, mm-hmm. and if maybe some of it wasn't the greatest, yeah. to what does it look like to unbecome? What, are, what does it look like to unbecome to where uh, it doesn't matter if people admire us or, oh, you know, yeah. um, if we don't have long lines or what does it, what does it look like to unbecome to go huh. if, if there was never a, a, you know, but so much of my life has probably been on, Building, creating, admiring. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you go, okay, well, some of that isn't that good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it would seem good to other people. Yeah. But if that becomes your identity, that that's a problem. That's really good. I think, like, the only thing that comes to my mind is, like, and this sounds so strange, but I'll just throw it up. Like, I, I wish wisdom was a part of my identity. Like I, like I wish that I wish I felt like I had wisdom to give, you know, and that I, I guess like it's one thing to come in and be the funny guy, you know, but it's another thing to come in and be able to offer something that is, you know, and nothing wrong with offering humor. Humor is a great medicine, you know, but to offer something sustaining that, you know, that matters, you know, like I think that's a part of 
I'd love to have an identity that at the end of it all, it was like, you know, he, he was a wise man. He was a wise guy. Yeah. He offered good, good advice, right. good wisdom. I think you know? you're there. I think yeah. you're there. I don't think I am. I think you're there. Yeah. I don't know. But, I would yeah, love to, I would love to, I think I've had the identity, um, where discernment is a spiritual gift and, you know, sensing something or that kind of stuff. I hope, I hope what I, what it seems that it's a, been given a gift to where I don't know what it is, but I can look at somebody or there is something there that I, I could go, oh, they're going through this and this and this, or I, be, I bet you this is happening in the yeah, world. Yeah, you're good at that. Um, but I, I want that not to be a, I want that to be, a very genuine thing. It, it, it is. It is. Um, but I, I would love for that to be part of my identity as well to go, you know what? I was hurting. I don't know how this meeting happened. And he just he just started talking to me and it just happened. You yeah. Know? I think that you are really good at that. I think that you know when somebody's hurting you can tell something is, and a lot of times you may not do something about it, but later it'll come out and you'll be like, ah, I knew it. I knew there was something yeah. there, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And so really yeah. it sets, it's that, it's having that discerning uh, spirit spirit to go, do I Act. do something? Yes. Right. I think you're exactly right. Yeah. Um, it, it's interesting. Somebody, somebody told me the other day, I haven't looked it up, but they said that every time, every time Jesus talked about, um, uh, serving, there was always an action related to it. Like it was never just about be a servant. It was always about, here's how you do it. Yeah. You know, There's that he wants action. us to be action oriented people, yeah. you know, the, uh, the lame, the lame man that walks up to Jesus and says, if you are willing. Oh yeah. And he says, I am, yeah. I am, I am able, I am willing. You know, yes. I, I think that's a beautiful, beautiful picture of let's do this. Yeah, oh. I'm willing. I'm able. Let's do yes. this. Yes. You know, that's a great identity, isn't it? Oh, it's a great one. Yeah. You know, and and really, like, I think, uh, oh, well, you know what? Where I am in my life right now, like what I'm trying to work on on my identity is uh, when Paul talks about uh, for his strength is made perfect in my weakness. Therefore, I will boast even the more of my weakness. And I think that trying to figure out a healthy way to boast about my weaknesses, you know, I, I, yes. I want to get there, but I'm really afraid to get there. Yeah. 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 It's, Ooh, uh, I got real vulnerable. Oh, that was good, oh, buddy. Sorry about that. Hey, hey. Nobody needs that. Hey, that's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. That's, that's rich. I, I, and, and probably there's a, there's a, you can probably give me the reference cause you quote it. Uh, he must, I must decrease and he must increase. No, John, John 330. Yeah. John the yeah. Baptist said that, you know? I guess that's, I'd love to have that as an identity. Oh man. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That somebody that. could see more Jesus in you than they saw of you. you I know? love that. Yeah. It's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I hope at the end of it too, identity is, he was a good dad. Oh man. Oh, you know, he makes was you good, think a man of God song, yeah, right? He was, a, he was a good husband. Yeah. You know, those would be, I mean, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, that's, you know, Matthew McConaughey said it best in that Interstellar movie. All right, we, all right. Oh, wait. wait. No. <laughs> we existed in memories for our kids. Yeah. And you go, oh, that's such a morbid line. It, it haunts me. But at the end of the day, when we're six feet under, you go, 
who is going to remember who uh, with our identity, the people that's going to think about us the most are our family. Yeah. Hopefully. And hopefully, exactly. Hopefully. And so we exist to be memories, you know, there's more to it with Jesus Christ and our purpose and all that, but that's a huge part of it. Yeah. How do we impact that? I think you could just add one thing to it. And that is we exist to be memories for our children and testimonies to our God. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't or, know what else there is. Or if it was a church memories for our kids and to live the life that was the most utmost and purposeful and to. Hmm. Yours is sounding a lot better. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so this is like, uh, so think, so audience, here's a question. What is your identity? What are those things that you like here here's 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 something yes i'm listening here's something my mom will never still to this day will not let me back out um any, oh, car, any, any cars in her garage that's right because and i and i will joke because when i was in high school i yeah. backed out my stepdad's truck and i broke off the the winch uh the uh mirror yeah, side mirror side mirror yeah and still to this day i go mom i'll back out your car oh no 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 i got it I'm like yeah, no, mom i got my own garage i back out cars all the time like give me your keys <laughs> oh sweetheart i got it i got it i got it like, Mom, is this from when I was a junior in high school? No, no, no. We just, you know what? We don't need to back out the cars right now. We'll just leave the cars in the garage. <laughs> Let's walk. Jog? Let's walk. We're it's such a bikes. nice day. So, you go, so, audience, what are those labels that you're still, that you still live under, that you're still yeah. trying to overcome? Yeah. And for whatever reason, you're going, that's not me anymore. Yeah. But, but the world, the people that love you the most, uh-huh. however it is, perception is reality for them, and the reality is you are this way. Right. Oh, that's really good. That is really good. Yeah. Well, listen, audience, uh, we hope that you have, uh, have figured out a way to find your identity. If you struggle with your identity, uh, start thinking about some of the things we've talked about. And uh, if you are listening to this podcast, soaking in a hot tub you bought with somebody else's credit card... Mm. Just know we know who you are and where you are. That's and right. at any given moment, we can come back. Because we got the Amish paradise. Come on, living in boom. Amish paradise. Boom, boom, boom. It can happen. <laughs> it can happen. Boom, boom, boom. And you had a great uh, scripture, John 330. If you, yeah. want to, if you want to memorize scripture, you must increase, I must decrease, John 330. Yeah, and then living it is a whole nother thing. All right. Well, we're working on identities. We hope you will too, audience. Got it. Love you, buddy. Love you. Bye. Bye. The Skit Guys Podcast is brought to you by SkitGuys.com, where you can always watch their videos for free and peruse all things Skit Guys. Tune in next week for another thrilling episode of The Skit Guys Podcast. Until then, live long and lie prostrate. Lie prostrate.